Women share the radio show is on the air. <laughs> Yay! How are you? I am simply amazing. Mm, uh, mm. I'm refreshed. Nice of you to join us. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say the same thing to you <laughs> in just about what two weeks when you leave us next week to go. But that'll be my like first time. Though. No, 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 no. One time I what? Was it my tires? One something? time you were at band camp. Mm-hmm. A band camp. Band and then camp. It was my tires. Right? Remember that? Then you went on vacation somewhere. Nuh-uh. You had some exotic something. I had to go to a funeral. Oh. So is that what that really was? Count. Okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. Right. Really I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, but you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I gotta, I gotta mingle and shake and, and shimmy and oh, chat with. Oh, you got a whole business? What is it? Oh, here you, you go. Don't talk about I it. don't. So I'm the proud founder of Voss International, which has many hubs. Um, we have Voss Publishing. We have something else that's on the way, and um, I'm a coach, author, speaker, radio show host, writing coach. And a woman. Oh, so where can, where can we keep up with you? Oh, oh are you imitating me this morning? <laughs> oh. How can we find you? Let the listeners know how we can find <laughs> you. And oh, find you. We're super petty this morning. Okay, petty Gab. La Belle in uh, the building. Yeah, how you doing? Where's the bell? Ring the bell on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my website is www.voss. That's v o s i n t dot com. Thank you, Gabby. Really? Anytime. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Vault Talks Women's Share is on the air. We're in the building. We're excited. Gabby, myself, Isha is en route. Um, We are just elated that here in Chicago, it's almost summertime. You You know, the weather is starting to participate barely it's starting it's starting this rain gotta chill uh, i mean it's gonna be at least 71 today so that's not okay. too bad you know i mean summer isn't officially until next week so we gotta give mother nature a little just a little something something she's break her had, off a little credit she's had plenty of time to get her well you know what stuff she, together you're right i i, I you know my, you know my motto i am with you when you are right <laughs> let the church say amen yes. and amen again i'm is right i'm like with you that. when you're right you know me but i'm with you when you're wrong too i'm a ride or die you are i'll give you that yeah you're right. i'm gonna let you know when you're wrong now you're right in a yeah. loving annoying loving <laughs> a loving way to just encourage you to yeah fix that right there because i'm a uh you know but that's that's sisterhood it is yeah not too many women you know Clean, clean you up, you know, real, real good. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, I know what you're saying. You girl. Do, do you feel me? I feel you. you do girl. you feel me in the I building? Do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So you know, being out of the studio for a week when this is your routine, it feels like forever it really does yeah it does it's interesting on how when you are simply passionate about something and you miss a beat just for even a week it's like oh my gosh so we're definitely well i'm happy to be back i'm happy to have you back it's been like a whole month it's been one week seven whole days hey and i know you miss me did you just make that up? Um, Tony Braxton has a song called Seven Days. Oh, okay. Yes. I think oh. that was Is that before your time? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I like Tony, but that particular bef- you arrangement. Know, yeah, you yeah. know what? I'll I'll play that for you a little bit later. Please do. Off the air. As the intro? Uh, oh, here we go so about the, that again. Uh, no, 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 I'm just asking I was just asking a question. For those of you who don't know, you're about to know. <laughs> Gabby does not like the intro. <laughs> For the radio I, show. Okay, I don't. <clears throat> she does not like it. She okay. thinks it. She thinks it's old school. No, no, no. Okay, I do think it sounds a little outdated. I love it. It's it, different. It's, it, is, it is different. It's and we're different. Low key. Our show's low different. Key, like starting to grow on me, but <gasps> not like. <gasps> Where's the bell? Where's the bell? But not like I like it. Like, oh yeah. It's this starting is to it. grow. That's huge Just for you. Just because I hear it every week. So, I mean, it's catchy. You Bob know what I'm talks. saying? Women share, women share. I love it. Yeah, I know you do. I do. Anyways. I'm glad you, that's why I said I'm glad you like it. It's your show. I, so I'm, I'm glad you like it. That's, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Look. Okay, we're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> She's in her so I am not in my feelings this morning. So when we ring the bell for those of you who may be new to Vault Talks, Women Share the Radio Show, that means we're in agreement with something that's being said. So we're not just crazy fools ringing bells to be ringing them, but so other programmers use them for other things like profanity. But here on Vault Talks, Women Share, we don't curse. We do when we off air, though. <laughs> Righteous versus ratchetness over here. She do. We don't curse. I've gotten better, though. So I want to thank everybody who may be new to the platform. Um, the Vault Talks Women Show radio show is a platform full of empowerment. It's a place where women can come together to learn more and share more about matters which pertain to their world. And, of course, it's even on this platform where women will be able to share about fashion, love relationships, current events, business, entrepreneurship, support, and ways to be empowered. With that being said, last month we celebrated Dope Moms. This month, we're celebrating Dope Dads, and we're really, truly excited for this dad that's going to be coming on the show, 945. He's going to be calling in my boy, Jake Andy. He's a, man, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal guy, like father, music artist, everything else that he does. So we're excited. We're going to play some of his tracks while he is uh, on the air and, you know, just pick his brain a little bit. Um, So hopefully he's listening now. Um, I know one person who is listening. You know who is? Your grandma. My grandma. (laughs) All the way from Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, grandma. Hey, granny. Thanks for tuning in (laughs) and supporting us. We appreciate you. We'll get your feedback after the show as we always do. I mean, always. (laughs) 
she never misses a beat (laughs) talking talking about oh well this guest said and this guest said you know it's nothing like having support from your family and when you are doing ventures as such because gabby and i and isha talk about this all the time when you are operating in purpose for purpose it's not always the easiest journey yet it's fulfilling and sometimes people will never understand why you do what you do and so um i'm thankful that my mom and my grandparents my aunt and uncle um my family cousins too you know they really support what we do and so um Thank you, Gabby, for being about a part of my family. I appreciate you, girl. Oh, you welcome, girl. You are, you are ride or die. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ring a bell on myself. You welcome, girl. Uh, she is cheesing from ear to ear. <laughs> I wish that we had a cam in here so you guys can see that. But yeah, I'm a part of the fam. You are a part of the fam. So let's kick this off like we always do for you. The, uh, those of you who may be new to the show, um, we dialogue around a quote for a little bit. Um. We're really big on words and what they mean and just dialoguing and digging and bringing revelation. Um, We've been doing this for a year now, and it's amazing to get the feedback that we do in reference to how, you know, the style of our radio show is definitely different. Um, One thing about the show is it's not scripted. So who knows how we flow? We know we sometimes it just pops up and we just flow and you know that's the realness of the show and we, we're excited that we have an, an authenticity about us I'll t- yeah that's a word authenticity yeah today I thought it is. Today, it's be it, it is it is a word i thought the door was opening so that's why i kind of slowed down but it's there coming on in the, in the <laughs> studio <laughs> look beware your surroundings <laughs> anyways all right today's quote The distance between your dreams and reality is called action. The distance between your dreams and reality is called action. Yeah, you got to put in that work for what you want. I feel like that quote is self-explanatory. You think so? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I think sometimes feel like stuff is just going to naturally fall into place. I think so, too. And sometimes I think it does, um, but very rarely, like, it just magically falls into your lap. But I think, like, and I, you know what? Let me let me just step back. I think sometimes things like that can happen, but you have to already be, like, doing the work. So then I guess it's not really magically falling into your lap because you've already, hmm. like, laid a foundation mm-hmm. to work towards your goals and you've built that worth, work ethic. So then you know how, like, things just kind of fall into place, like, when you start moving? You know what I mean? Like, that whole faith without works is dead. You could have all the faith. You can want a thing and dream about a thing. But if you're not taking the steps to accomplish whatever that dream is, then nothing's going to happen. That's all it is. It's just a dream. And it's interesting you say that because um, my church had 12 um, hours of prayer yesterday. And me and my brother went... We caught the last two hours of it. And I'm going to be honest. I was, I knew we had prayer, but I'm like, I'm not going. (laughs) And I'm glad that I did 
mm-hmm. because there was something in the room that I needed. Yeah. And then I think sometimes we know what we need to do. Um but we don't do it because of dot 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 dot. So like I know that I needed to be at prayer. But when he came aside and it was and it was so simple, he just inboxed me and was like, "Prayer?" question mark because we go to the same church, and I was like, <laughs> trying to make up an excuse, you know. And and what I want the reason I say that is that I think that this quote kind of fits that it says the distance between your dreams and your reality is called action. Like we can be so wanting to do something knowing that we need to do it knowing that that's the step we're supposed to take but we don't for whatever reason and so you know going back to this quote just thinking about dreams what does that look like for people you know is it just a vision board or are, are you doing the action to make the dreams your reality you know and you have so many people who do vision boards every year and that's all they do yeah there's no work to make that a reality and it was interesting because as I was at church it was such confirmation for some of the dreams that I've been dreaming even in my sleep Mm. and it was like I needed to be in the building I needed to take action to be there to understand that I'm not off. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you taking those action steps confirm that you are in alignment with what it is you're supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. I think, I mean, it's for sure important to take action. And I think, like, going back to the um, vision board things, um, I think vision boards are great, but I... Because you need to see what it is that you want to do. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So that can just constantly be at the forefront of your mind. However, in addition to vision boards, you need to have, like, an action board. I I know that's (laughs) a thing. No. But it's like, okay, like, these, this is what I want to accomplish. So let me pick one or two or three things, whatever it is, in the year. Okay, how can I accomplish this you know what I mean yeah because like vision boards you know everything is all jumbled together and it can kind of be overwhelming like okay I want to do this I want to do this and now you're overwhelmed so then it's like you spend all this time cutting and pasting oh my oh my but oh my not taking any action so instead of cutting and pasting well in addition to I think there should for sure be like a follow-up like all right this is our vision board we've talked about it okay now how are we going to put some of these things into action? What are some, what can I help you with? What can I do to help you accomplish your goal? Or who do I know that can, yes. you know, take you to that next step that you want to be in? I wish there was more of that in these quote unquote vision board parties. And you know what? That's funny that you're even talking about that because um, when I do a vision board seminar, I have them break out their board into quarters Hmm. so 
what is it that you desire to see yourself accomplish in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter? And so, and then making them tell the story of how the quarters connect. So from January through the end of the year in December, like what does that look like for them? And then I have them um, on another piece of paper do another exercise. I'm like, what's going to take? you to get through each quarter yeah that's just as important as knowing what What, it is what it is yeah and and i think a lot of times it's interesting i've been having some conversations with people just this week when you talk about a plan (laughs) sometimes the plan is in your in your head Mm -hmm. but it's not mapped out visually and a lot of people think that since it's that's in my mind, da 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 da, boo that it's an executable plan. Not to say that it's not, but when you actually write out that thing, that's when it comes to life because a lot of times you're adding to what is in your mind. It's in your mind. Because you're yeah. writing it out and then uh, you're activating. You're like, oh, this sounds right. Uh, maybe yeah. yeah. And if you keep it in your mind, you may talk yourself out of it. Easily, too, and it's just in there, and you're like, oh, oh okay, maybe well, that was stupid. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna right. It, this. I mean, the power of the mind. I've, I picked up. It's interesting how. Do you ever buy books? Do you ever buy books and they they just sit on the shelf? Yeah. And then like that season, you're like, oh, let me yes, this, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is totally <laughs> my <where I'm> <laughs> I've been reading this one book. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I've legit had this book for about three years. <laughs> I started it maybe about a year ago, and I didn't finish it. Yeah. And then I want to say maybe a few months ago, I had, like, picked up where I left off, and I'm like, oh. Yes. M-G. Yes. <laughs> like, I can totally relate. And I'm still haven't done with the book. And it's an easy read. I'm just like, oh, I'll get to it later. And then I don't know where the book will pop up. And I'm like, let, let me see. Let me, you know, read a few pages. And I'll just be like, okay. I think that's nothing but God. Like, it just happens to be so divine where it just works like that. That happened to me this week. And I was going through a little something and just trying to figure something out. And I picked up um a good friend of mine a couple months back actually told me about don't settle for safe sarah jake roberts book Mm. and i read the intro alone and threw the book down (laughs) and i literally it's it's literally synonymous I literally just threw it down. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Because it, it confirmed, like, right where I am right at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I believe, for me, I buy books like that, and they just sit, and it's like, okay, now it's time to, to pick it, it up. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, I love how we start with one quote and just dive into something else. Isha has walked in the building. Whoop. Good morning. She's arrived. <laughs> Silence for the record. She's in the building. <laughs> Y'all better recognize she's in the building. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh my gosh. Stand she up. Like, you know like that auntie that's like 
cold. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch it. Watch it. At the barbecue. Oh, see, you know, this double. The one that's always dancing and singing. Yeah, with the cup oh. of her hand. Oh, wee. Okay, y'all. What just happened? Y'all double teaming this morning. Okay. Oh, was just saying how to eat. No, no. I appreciate that, though, Takara. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? What's been going on with you? <sighs> yep. I'm trying to make it through the week with these kids. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, because you don't. <laughs> we no don't about. stop. We keep oh, going. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Poor baby. Yeah. So we're going to make you dive in then. What mm-hmm. we were talking about is the distance between your dreams and reality is called action. Mm. Yeah, come on here. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I call Isha, for those of y'all who may not be regular listeners to the show, she's like a jack-in-the-box. So she sits back in the cut and kind of chills. And then what happens is she gets wound up by what we're talking about. (laughs) And she just pops out of nowhere. And you're like, Dang. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's what you were sitting on. I appreciate that, Takara. Um, mm-hmm. I do. I find that to be so true, though, especially as of lately. We can dream all day, but if we don't do anything, it will remain just that. And I see that now. Um, a lot of times, it's not that we don't want to do, it's that we're afraid to kind of act on the things that we know that we should um, be doing. And a lot of people spend a lot of time, years even, not pursuing their dreams or not doing anything towards it because of things like fear and you know, <laughs> insecurity <laughs> and maybe rejection and those types of things. So, I mean, it just depends on how bad you really want it. If you want it bad enough, you're going to get up and do what you need to do. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's play devil's advocate because you said something really um, profound. So even if you want it and you know this is what you want, this is what you've been called and purpose to do, Mm -hmm. but you don't feel like putting in that action all the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's real. It is. And it's, we have, I think we have both sides. Like when it comes to pursuing what God has put us here to do, and then doing what we want to do. Because what we really want to do is, you know, have all the things that comes with, you know, the dream. But right. not really. We're lazy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> if we're honest with ourselves, like, you know, we want to do it. We're passionate about it. When we do it, it makes us happy. But it's just like, you know, today I don't feel like it. Or do I really want to do this every day? You know? And let's talk about that because the word that just come came to my mind is balance. I think sometimes that you can't go all in, mm-hmm. you know what, doing mm-hmm. what you've been called to do. And that sound, that may sound a little crazy, but you need to be able to have that downtime to be able to, you know, kind of reflect on, okay, this is where I am. This is how far I've come, you know, and your reflection time or that downtime can come in the form of, for me, when I have downtime, I'm spending time with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me is just like everything. Yeah, because there are other things that makes us happy. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Like that's that's downtime for me. Or I might um, catch up on some reality TV that mm-hmm. I ain't got no business mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, something like that. And I, but with stuff like that, I, I have to like really balance it. Like say, okay, I'm only gonna give myself an hour or mm-hmm. I'm only gonna get myself like two hours of this because then I start feeling guilty that yeah. I'm sitting here watching this junk. Then they got nothing to do with what I need <laughs> to be doing. But at the same time, it's like, I need a moment yeah. or some moments just to kind of, you know, relax, calm and down reflect, yeah. and reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's interesting. Um, this month I started with my business. I started a 21 day consistency challenge. Mm-hmm. How's that been for you, Isha? <laughs> okay. And Gabby, how's it been for you? You haven't been a part of it. Have you? No, I didn't get the email. Don't do that. I, Don't do that. I didn't. I didn't get the I email. I added you to the group, Gabby. Ain't no group. I ain't getting no notifications oh, for a group. So it's been going. It's been oh trash. My because I ain't get the email. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Here you go. That's all I'm you, saying. So you it, big it, baby. It, You're it added to the group. Out. No, I don't Bye. want to be part of no funky little group Bye. now. Bye. Y'all already started without me. You are such oh, a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want no seat at the table. Thanks. Oh, well, the access denied. I mean, I'm I mean, it's saying. been denied before I even got started. Because I ain't getting no email. That's how you feel? Oh, no email. That's how you feel? Bye. Wow. So, Takara leave for a whole month, and now I get kicked <laughs> Wow. I, well, I didn't even get kicked out because I was denied entry. Wow. I, that's how I feel, <laughs> knowing that it was a whole challenge. And I even told Takara, I said, T, yeah, I'm going to be a part of your challenge, G. <laughs> She's like, okay, great. Okay, okay. I'll send this information. The voice. <laughs> Gabby, did I, really not, did I really not add you? You really did not. With the capital N O T, right? She looking. Gabby, you are a part Gabby of this. Gabby not in there. Nope. Gabby oh, ain't got Gabby, no one. You aren't. Mm. <laughs> Hold on here. Mm. That's I'm sorry. Mm. Look, mm-hmm. I publicly apologized to you. They couldn't hear you. I, you got to speak directly <laughs> into the microphone. I wish I had some sobbing music to play Me in the background. Me too, girl. You got a whole iPad. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I know. I see this. When Isha come in the room, you ultimately turn up to the next level. <laughs> I would have turned you know up what? even if she wasn't I, here. That's yeah, petty because you, you asked you her. You turn up to the next level. How's it going, Isha? Because I knew Isha, Isha's oh, been commenting. Oh, because she was invited. Mm. Oh, my God. Gabby. Right. Gabby, I'm going to give you three minutes to get mm. out your feelings. I'm out. I'm out. Just like I'm out the group, I'm out my feelings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Back to what I was trying to wow. say. Wow, did I get dismissed? See, yes, y'all. dismissed. See? Back to what That's I was cool. trying to say. Mm. About oh this challenge. God. It's been Simply amazing. I'm so happy for you. You know what? <laughs> no, I really am. You need to put your petty cards back in your pocket. <laughs> no, just, Matter of fact, go I'm burn happy. your petty cards. I'm happy that you it's are throwing well them for y'all. Mm. Wow. You what are, day y'all are? You know what? Someone just commented in the group. See, you know. Wow. Uh, I mean, what day are you guys? Gabby, I don't, don't even. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Wow. So you I in the know. group and you're not even participating. Wow. wow, Isha, that's how you feel wow. about it. That's it's not true. how I feel. No, it's not. But it's okay. I'll be thinking about it. I, I was. I gotta tell Takara. Like I'm the worst person <laughs> to be somebody's accountability partner. Or be, so you haven't reached out to your accountability partner. Okay, so let me. I'm y'all sorry. got partners. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you 
all about this 21 day challenge yeah, so tell the people you know what <laughs> let everybody know it's called be consistent it's a 21 mm. day challenge and so um i created it i can't believe you gabby i created Dang, it's june 15th <laughs> i created it about you have 15 days <laughs> i can't with you i wow. cre- i created it what about over a year ago now and mm. so, it, you know how you create content, but you sit on it, you don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And so, I heard God clear as day last month telling me that I needed to reignite this challenge and take it to the next level. So, there's about 47 people in the group. and mm, Could have been 48. <laughs> digress. Well, yes, digress, fall all the way back. Thank you. Um, so, the point of the challenge is just to help people be more consistent in their lives and it can be you know in their finances it can be with um accomplishing goals and dreams it can be with working out goals um my accountability partner and i were working on reading the bible more um you know and keeping each other accountable and doing that and so um god really placed it on my heart to reignite it in the sixth month since it's the halfway mark of the year and um just being able to help people remember what goals that they set for themselves earlier this year or for those who never set goals this year and now it's like okay you still have time you still have what it takes to get it done um Here's the resources to help you get it done. Um, It was just weighing really heavy on my heart to just do what God told me. And the results and the testimonies that even started rolling through two days within the challenge have been so inspiring. Because it's one thing to do what you want to do. It's another thing when God tells you to do it. And the people are blessed. Mm. And so, you know, it's been quite rewarding just to be used by him to launch such a challenge in a season as such to help people get back on track or to recognize what areas need more dedication and focus Mm -hmm. or what areas need to be eliminated from their lives as a whole or recognizing you have 168 hours in a week what are you doing with your time or okay now it's time to start the business okay what does that look like or maybe I need to spend more time with my family what does that look like and so just being consistent in areas where we've been inconsistent Mm -hmm. and um, just that whole personal development piece in understanding what it means to be consistent and so it's been life-changing for sure um it's caused me to really reflect on some of the things that I'm doing and that I need to be doing and um there's things that you desire to do and then there's things that that are just nice to do and so understanding you know how to be intentional and learning that everything that's nice to do, it's okay to say, no, I can't do that mm-hmm. right now because I'm working on ABC123, da 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 da, because this is priority. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one of the tools that I gave in the group was this quadrant. And I can't forget, I mean, I can't remember 
who exactly created the, the quadrant, but it talks about what's urgent and important and what's, you know, urgent and not important. You know, understanding, because a lot of times day to day, everything that we do is what? Urgent and important. Mm-hmm. And realizing that that's not the case all the time, we tend to put these things in that category because they're things that we um, want to get accomplished, but it's not something that's necessarily the main thing to get accomplished. Mm-hmm. And so just understanding that um, 168 hours in a week is a lot of time, you know, and just understanding that we can make things happen if we are aware mm-hmm. and then just consistent um, in those areas that need our attention the most. That's good. That's good. That really makes people um, put in perspective what they deem important yeah. and what they spend most of their time doing and how much worry you can eliminate just by not high prioritizing things that really just don't deserve that kind of prioritization. So that's really good. It's um, 2020 is almost here. And, you know, some people feel like, oh, it's just another year. But I don't think so. Because things are changing. Quickly. Yes. Quickly. And so, you know, we're going to look up and it's going to be 2020. And so, you know, for me, I don't want to look back and say or or do the whole what it could have, should have shuffle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. You know, I want to be... Um, I don't want to be reactive anymore. I'm living in that whole, I I have to do this because this happened type thing. Mm-hmm. It's overrated. Especially when um, you know what to do and you're just not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's a story for a lot of people. Yeah, and the whole accountability piece, I love it because um, there's a lot of There's a lot of pride that operates in people. And that whole, I can do it by myself. I don't need anyone, you know. Um, And having that accountability partner can be that balance. Mm -hmm. Um, Can allow for you to really see what you do need. And here's the big part. It's okay to need help. Yeah. It's okay to need it, but a lot of people have a hard time receiving it. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. (laughs) We get in our own way a lot. So it's really tough to kind of, and it depends on what kind of help people are giving you. Like that's a a sensitive area because it's not what you say is how you say it, you know, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could be coming from a genuine place, but your delivery is just jacked up. I'm not going to receive your help. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't want to help you because your jack, (laughs) because your delivery (laughs) is jacked up. Um, And I think sometimes with that, you have to even see past Mm -hmm. that because Sometimes people's delivery is their defense mechanism. Yep. Yep. Or you just need to stop being so sensitive and accept the help. 
<laughs> I mean, sometimes their delivery can be just fine, but you're just so on the defense. Yeah. That you think what they're saying is an attack. And it's like, no, nah, fam, like, just yes. re- rethink this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah. could have said it just like this. Why don't you do this instead? And you think. Somebody oh, you're attacking thinks, my life. Yeah. Right. Your idea is trash, I, but that's not listen. what they said. <laughs> I just had this conversation, like, right before I came up here. Like, yeah, me chill and, out. Me and someone just had this conversation yes. last night. Like, yeah. yeah. Why? But it's all about perception. That's so crazy. Like, we perceive yes. things to be one way and it's not even delivered that way. No. And that's what causes confusion. And a lot of times, look, this is good. I'm <laughs> so a lot of times what also ca- causes confusion is undealt situations mm-hmm. absolutely, or even dealt with situations that can cause a trigger and then you react. <laughs> but if it's a trigger, have you really dealt with it though? Yes. If it still triggers you? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because it's just happened to me. <laughs> it's just a trigger. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> So I had a situation happen, and um, we talked it out, but um, they said that I lied about something. And for me, that whole lie word. You don't like that. I don't like That's that. An attack on your life. And, <laughs> and it's a trigger word for me because yes. it, but because it, it brings me back to a place that was ugly and nasty you know, you can, mm. you can be that whole forgive and forget. You really you don't, don't forget, forget no. but you can forgive. Right. Yeah. And so it's always, it's in the memory bank. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff just is in the memory bank. And then when you talk about uh, it, you don't always get everything out. So something else will come up. So here's, so here's a scenario. So they, they said what they said. I had a moment, but I was able to de-escalate quick quicker than I normally would Mm -hmm. and then I was able to share with them calmly why that bothered me and on the receiving end they were like okay I want to understand your uh, your perception or your perspective around this word so we talked it out got to an understanding but the thing is the only reason why you're able to do that is because you know who you are and i've done the work to be able and i was able to say this came from my childhood when i was called this and i didn't like that yeah and it caused me to react like this and i shared all that Mm -hmm. because you understand you and you can now let someone else in and understand you as well and no shame no Mm -hmm. you know none of that it was just a real transparent moment like that's growth that's maturity Mm -hmm. that's at a place where you're vulnerable as well however you know that this is where it came from shut it down Mm -hmm. because if you don't shut it down it can get really it can shut everything else down yeah (laughs) so to answer your question gab it's a trigger but how far are you willing to go with pulling it when i say that you pull it are you gonna let it just spill out yeah and clean it up real quick or are you gonna let that thing go or realize that yeah. it's not real big and yeah. That it's you. yeah yeah and i was able to tell them okay it, it's not it's what, not even it's you, not even right, you. Now. Yeah. right and they were like wow yeah and i'm like what they're like i've never 
had somebody to really own their stuff. Like, no, that's me. It's not you. Yeah. It's me. Mm-hmm. And it being that like a, oh, I want to I wanna stroke your ego and just let you yeah. know that. I'm going to lie and pretend and I'm yeah. compromising. So this yeah. is me compromising is me lying and pretending that I understand your feelings. No, so boo-boo. Not, it, it's all me. It's not. You know, and if you don't get it, that's okay, too, because sometimes... If there is a trick with one of my friends and they'll explain, I'll be like, I don't get it. But (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're telling me that whatever I said made you feel some type of way, I can own up and be like, well, you know, I apologize. I'll be more aware not to do this or say this. And that's what happened after. I'll be honest. I had walked out the room for like 2.5 seconds, came back and was able to be like, yeah. And for me, because you checked yourself. <laughs> that's oh. so good. That is Woo. so good. That's definitely gross. Yes. Like, it, it takes a lot. And you've been through a lot to get to this point. Yeah. And you've done a lot of work to get to this point. But if you can get there, then a lot of your relationships will be yeah, easy. Because you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. On top of addressing why this made you feel yeah. how it how it made you feel then you have to be vulnerable and be like all right this is why i've reacted this way yeah. i said this and then you're leaving that in the other person's hands to either be like all right this is stupid i don't <laughs> care or to have an adult mature conversation yeah. about the situation yeah. well i have this thing where i try when stuff like that comes up i try to only deal with it for so long. Because I used to be real petty. Like, for real, for real. I used to be, like, the queen of petty when it comes to that. I would let stuff like that linger for days. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm aware of energy and vibrations and all that, it's like... Don't nobody got time. Nobody got time for that. And so, <laughs> I, we said what we said, and we continued. We kept it moving. You know? Yeah. And it's... They appreciated that because, you know, they knew that it wasn't something that they did per se, you know? Yeah, because everybody, they don't want to be, especially men, they don't want to be to blame all the time for the issues that go on (laughs) in the relationship. So it makes them feel kind of validated to know that, you know, you're, I'm not doing anything wrong. It's not my fault. Today, right now, at this moment. (laughs) Yeah, you know, she's right. Wow, wow, Gab. We can have a real moment right now, but yesterday that was all you. That but, was you, Parker. you know. So yeah, I and mean, I'm a, and I'm gonna need you to own that that was you, <laughs> right? Your turn. <laughs> no, but they need to real. know that it's like two sided, and we can, you know, take responsibility because women, we can be, you know, a little. We're emotional. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. and that's that's hard to deal with, you know, over time. So yeah, if you done the work and really understand yourself, you can. Allow for those vulnerable moments in the relationship or whatever situation. Agreed. Yeah, it's deep. For sure. Okay. It is 945. (laughs) And do y'all know what that means? You finna invite me to the group? (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna hold this over your head forever. Forever. Yeah, I really am. I see. (laughs) She never told me. Well, she didn't, but... Well, it's interesting that we're even talking about this because I'm getting ready to start another challenge here soon. Mm. um, Talking about how to use social media to um, build your brand. So, 
Stay tuned. www.bosint.com. You know what? You you are so petty. Couldn't even get on a wait list or nothing. I just you know what? Are you really you you still going with this? Yeah, I'm venting. I'm talking it out. It's not me. It's you. Super good. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, have you been in a situation like that, Isha? What we were talking about? Yeah, just this morning. I was late because uh, I was taking no, care of can speak on it like i can well uh, let the church say amen and let the church say amen again (laughs) i'm just saying hey that look here so 9 47 we're a little bit behind we have the one the only jay candy jay candy (laughs) hey how are you Wonderful. Yes. Welcome to Vault Talks Women Share the Radio Show. We're so happy to have you. Likewise, the feelings are mutual. Yes. Can y'all tell he got that southern accent? (laughs) (laughs) You just see the way they're looking in the studio like, where is he from, T? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse my voice, it's a little raspy. I had like a four-hour show last night. Oh, wow, wow. Well, we're so happy to have you. So happy. So for those of you who don't know, now you know, Jay Candy is today's Dope Dad feature. So we're really excited to have him. Um, Had the privilege of meeting him through a program that we're both a part of and just was truly impressed by his drive for life and um really being a phenomenal dad he speaks affirmations into their life every day it is the cutest thing he recorded it and had on his facebook page so i was like oh my gosh you're just that well-rounded dad you're a musician you're a husband and you are somebody who um we and I say myself, Gabby, and Isha really are excited to have here today. So tell us a little bit about Jay Candy. Oh, let's uh, what can I say? I mean, you pretty much you you, you did you pretty. Uh, what can I say? I'm a, a, a artist, a, a recording artist. I'm a father. You know, it's it so many hats, like like y'all say with women. <laughs> I have hats, headbands, and stuff like that. Um, I'm a philanthropist, um, and um, I'm, I'm a money motivator all 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 over all together. Um, I'm I'm just excited. I, most of all, I'm a I'm, I'm a gold crusher. Because, you know, I have all these, I've been having all these aspirations and been doing so many things. Uh, I live in the Houston, Texas area. Um, I'm out here uh, just among being a leader and crushing these goals. There's so much that I do that, I mean, my, my mind is still waking up because I just woke up. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm like this with my, 
my 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 words are everywhere. But I mean, I I, I as a person that's excited about life, I just grab grab it by the horns and do the best that I can and go hard. And and you know, now that I'm with the rich way, everything just makes sense and everything comes together. So when I'm being a father, reading these books and stuff like that, I, I read books from the uh, the successful people and stuff like that, and I take notes. And the most part, for the most part, I provide mass actions and get things done. Wow! So, wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that, and it's just a start. Right, right. <laughs> so, tell us about you know being an artist. I mean, I've friends who are musical artists and I know that the journey is not one that is easy I know and so just from how they share you know their experiences and you know one of my girls she sings back up for Mary J and Dolly Parton and she's got her start with Angie Stone and she talks about how you know getting out there is something that is pretty difficult to do so with who Jay Candy is like what made you say you know what I'm gonna pursue my dreams and my goals as an artist no matter what because that's what I see you doing you have that no matter what attitude about you (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I can honestly tell you first and foremost that without God, nothing's possible. Yeah. And uh, like I've been in the music industry for over 10 years. And it's like, you know, I started out and, you know, you go through so many trials uh, along the way when you when you're going through the yellow brick road you're gonna run into the line you're gonna run into the tin man you're gonna run into the scarecrow but along the way as long as you get to the wizard that's the main goal you know when you're going through you know on the wizard of oz they they make reference to those beings by making them kind of friendly but ultimately, in real life, if you face those things, those are frightening situations. Mm. But the way that when, when you are able to put that together and make those friendly situations and make those frightening things jump on board with what you got going on, then you are able to go down that yellow brick road a lot smoother and make it to the wizard because when you when you aim it and you know that you want it, you really going to get to the wizard then you don't care about no lion. You don't care about no scarecrow. I don't even know why I'm making references and metaphors to the Oz. <laughs> Come on. Hey, <laughs> you ministering but, through the Wizard of Oz. We, we're lifting our hands here in the studio. Come on here. <laughs> but, I mean, when, it, when I make reference to the music, when I first got into the industry, it was like, oh, I, want, I need to be signed to somebody. I need to be signed. Then it was like, I need a manager. Then it was like, oh, I need a PR. I need a publicist. I need these different things. But then I was like, you know what? Then it was like, you know what? I want to be big as Drake or whatnot, big as Beyonce, big as Jay-Z or whatnot. And all those things are inspiration. But ultimately, I wind up coming to the point to where, you know, I don't want to be 
I mean, the fame is great and all that is great, but most importantly, overall, I want to be effective. So I, when I went back to the drawing board, I started not looking at fans and I started paying attention to more of the message and the music. And it's like, look, if I people start, people come up to me and they, they tell me how awesome I am and how, how much they admire me and stuff like that. And in the background, I'm sitting up here beating myself up like, man, I need to go harder because you know, I'm trying to get to these levels and stuff like that, and I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't accomplishing nothing because I'm not up there. I'm not signed or whatever. But when I came to the point, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus it on my message just like Jesus did. He, You know, as long as I'm reaching, I want to just reach. So when I focused on the message, I started strategizing and like, you know what? I'm just going to drop. I'm just going to uh, provide shows that touch people's lives. I'm going to do all this stuff anti-genre where no sound sounds the same. And um, I'm just going to be influential. And, and this is how I've been working out because when, when I made that clarity and changed my perspective in that area, then God opened up the floodgates. Mm. Wow. 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 Isha, do you have any questions? Um, I saw you nodding your head. Okay, so Jay, let me let me give you a little tidbit about Isha. Here we so, go. So Isha's like a jack in the box. Okay, she's the type of person who sits back in the cut, and you were literally spinning her her wheel in her box. I saw her mind turning, so I know she got something to say. No, I was just thinking that I agree with what he was saying as far as um, <laughs> him changing his perspective about how he looked at what he wanted. Yeah, and how you measure success. Um, and when you, like you said, change your perspective on like making a difference, being effective and touching people's lives, that's really pretty much what God wants us to do with the gifts that he's given us. So I think you were on point with purpose at that moment. And like you said, that's when the blessings start flowing through and, you know, so yeah, I really understand and agree with what you were saying. I appreciate you. I mean, it's, it's, it's pivotal. It's important because a lot of times we go through life, you know, looking left and looking right, sometimes looking back and not realizing that what's in front of us ahead is 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 the ultimate goal. And, you know, looking left, looking right, looking back can easily distract us from what's in front of us. And we can't see, I mean, you know, it, 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 we're intimidated by what's left and what's right. And, um, What's in front of us that God has for us brings us so much peace, mm-hmm. like anomaly, like and and you know it's like a tailor-made situation to where nobody can feel that ultimate peace but you once you get it. But if you don't get it, sometimes other people can see the benefits and other people can see the the, the exact thing that you want happening and you can't see it. Because you're looking left and right and are, are behind you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once you realize that that um, that life values you, once you look within yourself mm-hmm. and start to value the things that God has placed into you for mm-hmm. society, because it's not about anybody trying to be like their mother. It's not about anybody trying to be their daddy. That 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 that's how I. Uh, changed 
things when it came to my kids. Wow. You know, my I was raised by my mother and father. You know, I never seen them drink. We never seen them drink or smoke. They remained faithful, and and they they provided a. a, a uh, we we made it through. Uh, they provided the best lifestyle that they could for us. We we moved around a whole lot, and we're from the hood out here, Lakewood, and um, they did they did pretty well for us. And coming up, I always said, you know what, I want to do even better for my kids. And so when I got grown, of course, I was starting off. I mean, when when I got when I started having kids, I, I um started out trying to do the same thing but then i started being i mean when i started reading books and started applying myself it was like okay times are changing let me you know when i was coming up it was almost a sin to read any book besides the bible Because they would always say, everything you need is in the Bible. <laughs> if it ain't in the Bible, God didn't want you to know. <laughs> uh, you know like like uh, they used to always reference the scripture that um, that says um, about, I mean, I, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, about, the, uh, about the knowledge part, obtaining other knowledge or adding and 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 subtracting from the Bible and all that, that. Mm. and so you know I grew up in a very uh, I'm gonna say it was enjoyable and it was fun and it was very educational, but it was a very uh, manipulative situation in the church traditionally. Oh wow! And mm. so, so I mean I've seen a whole lot. You know, and people was doing it unconsciously because it's a whole lot of uh, traditional values that's uh, and it has everything to do with religion that has uh, keeping people down into the way that they want you to live and the way that they want. So I grew up battling all of that to where you know listening to the Isley Brothers was a sin. Come you know, on listening here. Come to on. rap music, hip hop, we was going to hell. Yeah, and we got it was disciplinary actions if you if the pastor heard of you listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hip hop radio station. Yes. So, you know, especially in the so. South, Jay. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They didn't play all that. You know, this is interesting because you know, I we love, I love interviews like this because it allows for us to get past the surface of who Jay Candy is and really to hear your heart and your passion and the heartbeat of who you really are. And so, um. I'm enjoying this. I mean, I, I wish you were here in Chicago in the studio, but I'll, we'll take the phone interview until we can make that happen. Um, so wh- when I hear your music, this is just me, I think of Ruben Stutter and um, David Hollister, like the cross between the two. So I, I do. And when I hear your music, that's what, what it reminds or who you remind me of. So who is somebody that or who? people that you've really looked up to that have been that force behind you being an artist? Well, first of all, you hit it right on the head with Dave Hollister. When I was coming up, um, my my heart has always been R&B music. That's my foundation and what I do. I do I jump into a lot of genres, but R&B is my foundation. Um, 
Dave Hollister is is my fa- one of my favorite R and B artists. Shot Town in the house, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up listening to his music, uh, uh, idolizing his, uh, looking up to his swag and the way that he was wearing those furs and, and, and of course we was in texas so being a youngster watching the videos in texas looking at fur coats i was like oh man i know he hot <laughs> literally <laughs> until, until i went to chicago i started going to chicago and i was like oh okay this is why he had the fur coat <laughs> and so um yeah um down here in Texas, down here in Houston, there are a ton of phenomenal artists that we grew up on out here um, that were that 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 are classified as rappers, but they they've always kind of sung. And so uh, there's an artist Zero, um, Zero and Trey the True, different ones like that, just to name a few. But um, I grew up listening to a variety of all sorts of music. Um, personally, my um, I, I listened to a lot of Isley Brothers, a lot of different old school groups that really had substance and meaning. It was like the 80s and the 90s was the best time for R&B because those times right there uh what I cherished the most, you know, and, and I, I really dig in. And, and bring a different thing, a different style of music to the world. And it's, and it's just me. I don't really listen to the radio like that anymore since I've become uh, a recording artist in 2008. I don't listen to the radio. I only um, get inspiration. I pray before, when I go in the studio, I pray and I ask God, what do you want me to say today? What you want me to do today? And then I just go for it. I don't even write. I don't write music. What? I don't write none of my lyrics. Wow. I just, yeah, he, he give it to me like that. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yes, yeah. So tell us what's the inspiration behind your third album that you just released. The inspiration is um, that I've been trying well, I'm not going to say I've been trying. I, my message has been a clear message. Like when I when I turn on the TV, I, I watch the news sometimes. Of course, in Texas, you have to because you never know when you're going to have a pop-up flood. Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but um, I, when, when I look at the news, all you can see, when you look on Facebook, all you can see is just violence. Like, and so that stuff touches my heart because I have kids. I'm a black man living in, you know what I'm saying, in this society. You know, I don't fear anybody but God. Mm-hmm. It's not a fear thing. It's more of a concern. And it's like, if you're not woke, let me put this in music form. Because some people, what I come to find out is that when you're in school, everybody has different styles of learning. And some people, believe it or not, they learn. And a lot of people, I would say, I would say like 80% of the world learns how to, op- how to operate by listening to music. And so it's like, when you come... Uh, back in the day, they had a song called Cop Killers. 
people start going around killing cops. Mm. You know, UWA uh, had their thing going, and people start, like, people react to music. So my message in the music has always been, I mean, it's always, like, get on your grind. Go get money. Stop just going through every day unconsciously aware of your being and just waiting to your death day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be profuse, profusely profound in this society that we live in because, believe it or not, it's not just one person that can do it. But if everybody would look at themselves and not try to look to the left or right trying to be the next man, then God has placed something in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul that's got a, uh, that the light hasn't been turned on yet. Hmm. A lot of lights that haven't been turned on yet, you know, a lot of people say, I mean, I've heard mentors in, in my, uh, uh, I think it was Les Brown said that one of his mentors said that most people go to the grave with all their talents and mm-hmm. gifts. I love Les Brown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like people fall by the wayside because they don't feel uh, love, they don't feel confident, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're, work, they're worthy. Wow. And it's like when you, when you feel in those emotions, it affects your message and it affects your purpose. But once you find your purpose, like I, I, I hate seeing black people get killed and I hate seeing, like e- even aside from that, like you have so many the the stereotype of the black man, of the black person, you know, of the black woman to be a thought, of the black man to not be there for his kids. So what I start doing is I channels my energy to my kids. So when I look at my kids, I say, and not just my kids, it starts with my kids, but it spreads abroad to other kids because kids in general take a likening to the candy man. You know, and and so, like, by me becoming consciously aware of that, my energy has changed to reshaping the future of the kids. Because if you're going to listen to me, you're going to listen to this message. Wow, wow. So, what I do with my kids with the affirmations, it's like, I, I told myself that I wanted to use it as an experiment. Because we didn't grow up on YouTube and all these different technical, um, um, these technical opportunities these, these, with technology. And so, like, I turn it on YouTube. I go to YouTube for everything. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a happy, happily married husband. I've been married for uh, uh, 10 years. And it's like, uh, I'm always my biggest critic, my worst critic. I'm always questioning myself, my voice on the inside is always big. So I'm always asking myself, what could I do to be a better person? Wow. So I always ask my wife, like, is it anything that I need to brush up on? Is it anything that I need to change? And even if I, even if she said, oh, you, you good, you good. I'm loving you just the way you are. If I feel that part in me, I goes to YouTube and I type in, you know, how to be a better husband, how to be a better father, and stuff like that. And then I learned about affirmations. I'm like, wait a minute, affirmations? Wow, wow. 
What is that? I didn't, I didn't, never, I didn't grow up on that. You know, and so when I found, I started doing it myself, and then when I found out that they have affirmations for kids, then I started doing it. I, I started letting my kids just working on. I didn't even know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real, which I'm a very transparent person. I don't I don't hold back. I'm I don't you know hide behind the bush or whatever. Hide behind the veil. I be totally transparent and honest. Like I didn't know what consciousness or unconsciousness was. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what affirmations was. I didn't know what it was about. You know, I could spell it out for you. I could I <laughs> I could say it, but the meaning behind them and the importance of them, I didn't know. And so ever since I've been applying those things in my life, like by listening to the motivational speakers, reading books, looking at, you know, just I call it bullying negativity out of my mind to to open it for more positive, you know, bullying it with positive. Mm -hmm. Because bullies, you got bullies out there, but, you know, you can be a positive bully as well. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. A lot of people a lot of people don't like a positive bully. They'd be like, Oh man, I don't wanna come across as too much. I don't wanna I don't wanna run nobody out, but what you don't realize is that if you are speaking and living and doing uh your your business as all positive in the way that you know and it runs people off, well good riddance. That means that that was a piece of that negative side that didn't need to be connected to you. Mm. You know, so <laughs> this is all a part of my message. This is my inspiration. I get inspiration by watching homeless people like I was homeless before. You know, I've been I've been in a I've been in the game temporarily. You know, I've been I've been a game short I'm in a game short lived. I've been uh I've had a gun put in my mouth and the trigger pulled, you know what I'm saying? But the bullet didn't come out. I could have been dead. I mean I've been and when Storm Allison came to Texas, came to Houston, I, I, I almost drowned. I was seventeen years old and I almost drowned going to trying to go save my grandmother. You know, because, I mean, you know, and it wasn't nobody but God. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to pass by this um, this bayou, and the water was pulling, and we had a non-motor boat because I was determined to get my grandmother by all means necessary. And I wound up, we wound up going under, and a man in all white wound up pulling us out, me and my little brother. Wow. You know what I'm saying? By me being here today, that was at 17. I'm 30. I made 33 two weeks ago, and you know I've been living on borrowed time ever since. And I think that day really changed my life because ever since then I've been like, you know what? I don't care about no haters. I don't care about none of that. I'm living on borrowed time, so I'm gonna live it happy, like for real. <laughs> wow, wow. That that's my inspiration. I mean, and then educating people in my way and my style of music on what's really going on in the church because I can't be I, I, I don't wanna per se be influential to somebody that I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a debater. I'm not gonna debate you. If you feel like the things that's going on uh in the church uh, wherever you are is is good for you, even though there are discrepancies that need to be checked, 
then by any means, hey, do your thing. Because like God, like like the Bible says, I'm not the God is not the author of confusion. So I don't indulge in the competitions, debates, all that. I I drop my message, speaking my mind, and I move I, I move around. Hmm. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Love, love it. If you don't mind, can we play a song off of your latest sure. album? Okay, so. Um, one of my favorites, and the girls agree as well. Um, do what you want to do. What's the inspiration behind that song? It's it's a do what you want to do. I mean, we all, like I said before, we all were put here. Well, dang. We all, yeah, we all was put here for a reason, not to all be the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody, even you, I'm not the same like my mom. I'm not the same like my daddy, even though they're my biological parents. Right, right, so, right. My mama, my mama rest her soul. She passed and left us in 2015. But um, I'm, I'm not neither one of them. I can't. I, I, we, we, we live our life, you know. And honestly, I love my dad. I love my mom. But, you know, it was a fight for a while before they understood my message and what I, but you know, like I say, when you have clarity, when you have perspective on what you're going, most importantly, like around that time, it was unconscious. So like, it was like, <laughs> it was like I had to fight them over things that I felt because God was pulling me and like, kind of like the, the bulb on the inside was flickering. Yeah. Yeah. So do what you want to do is is it was the, was made and designed to where like look don't try to be nobody else. Mm. Do what you want to do. Do what you don't smoke weed because they smoking weed. Don't drink because they drinking peer pressure. Do what you want to do. You know, so many people come when I do shows or whatever, I've met so many people that come with their problems on their mind, all that. Dude, this is a place to have a good time. Do what you want to do. Leave all that outside. Leave it at the at, at the house. Yes. Leave it in your car even. Love it. Love <laughs> it. By, by the time the song is over, you ain't gonna be thinking about you ain't gonna be thinking about it anyway. So Right. <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite tracks. This and I like um I really wish and um one of my other ones is Turn Up. Those are like my, my top three that I love. <laughs> but I can't play Turn Up on the radio. <laughs> so Do What You Wanna Do by Jay Candy. Let's go. Let's do it. The way you move your body, I'm going to lose my mind. Something has jumped inside you. Now we're getting down on the floor. Begging me with the mice. Take control of me. Don't let me down. Go ahead and spin that music and watch. 
So I came here to spend drinks on me, Hennessy, fireball, Bacardi, hit the bar, grab a shot, tell the bartender, so me, I just want you to have a good time, get your problems, stop that crap, keep your money, it's on my dime, just get loose and party with me, just let go, you will feel free, drink any and it sets you free. Jay, yes, I'm in here bouncing. They're looking at me like, really? I love that song. Look, Chicago traffic can be tough. Lately, that has been getting me through. I'm telling you, put that on. You're dancing while you're driving. Yes. So, how can we keep up with you? Where can we find your music? Give us the rundown. Well, first and foremost, I have a website: www.jcandy.com. Um, you can also, um, any platform, any music platform, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, uh, et cetera, um, my music is available, that project especially. Um, I have mixtapes that's not available everywhere, but are on that piff. Um... You know, uh, another thing that I wanted to say real quick is that, you know, my message is the same now. And it's more, I would say it's more eclectic now. But back then, you know, like when I was struggling, like with the church scene and stuff, like I was in the church. I was doing gospel. I was a gospel rapper for five years. Mm. You know, I would go around with, with similar music like this. And and you know they would you know they 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 wouldn't receive it and they would like kind of turn their nose up so you know <laughs> so I, I I would always brush it off but you know I'm I'm really proud of do what you want to do that's that's I'm I'm, I'm I, I dance to it every time it come on to I'm <laughs> oh, don't be <speak> bad <laughs> you're supposed to celebrate your music I mean like I said the fact that you are out here with it you know there's a lot of people who you know are musicians and they don't have the courage to even put their music out there for other people to enjoy it Mm. you know so the fact that you're here and you're you're on apple you're on spotify i mean you're somewhere everywhere and it's definitely um encouraging even just if if your mountain isn't to the arts and the music whatever whatever your mountain is you know just being able to have people like you as an inspiration to be like you know what jay candy's doing it let me do what i need to do for me whatever that looks like i mean people like you are needed and your your music definitely does give a message i mean that's for sure and just being able to know the man behind the music is even more in, in an inspiration to know why you create what you create and how you create it it's powerful well it's kind of like i i'll be feeling at times that i'm pressed against time because not out of fear 
but out of, you know, just out of being pressed for time because, you know, as a black man, you can't help but understand that all this stuff goes on in the world. And I'm going to say as a black person in in general, that a black man and woman, you never know when it's going to be your time. You know, and I always say, once it's over, it's over. Mm. So once I leave here, pass, and go to heaven, it's over. I can't do no more. I can't drop my music then. When my mom passed in 2015, that really opened my eyes to a whole lot about being pressed against time. Like I said, once again, not in a fearful way, but, you know, she, before she left here, before she got real sick and ill, she had a whole lot of plans that we would sit down and talk about all the time with her because she had a she wanted to open up a daycare. She had a five hundred one c three to to open up a women's center and all this information. She had grants. She had people writing grants. She had the grant writers on deck. She they wrote the grant. She had the grant. All this information was set up in the laptop that we know that we couldn't find. When she left here, when she left here, you we we couldn't call her up for mama. Where is that? We couldn't call her and try to see where she stashed it, what password. Now she mm-hmm. couldn't give us no information because once it's over, it's over. And so I had said that you know, and, and I'm talking about my mama, but also Nipsey Hussle. Yes. You know, yes. his, so you you know he he, you know nobody really dug into knowing who Nipsey Hussle was until he passed, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people. And so it's like, I knew him along for, for the years. Like he do the same research that I was doing, you know, uh, kicking it with Gary V and all that. And so he, um, now you're able, now that he's gone, I mean, well, I ain't gonna say now that he's gone, but, He's gone, but you're able to relive his life by looking at his previous interviews, listening to his pre listening to his previously released music, you know, and you can get the message. That's a legacy. Yes, that's it. That's a legacy. Yes. So that's why we on this generational wealth. When I speak of generational wealth, it's all about getting what's in you out to the world yes. before you leave. That's it. That's good. That's it. That's it, Jay. That's it. I run marathons. I run marathons, but I'd rather pass the baton. Okay, here. We hear you. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm a marathon runner, and I do continue to marathon, but I pass. I'd rather, you know, when I leave you, I'm passing the baton to my kids. I actually have on that project, my son is on, my oldest son is on one of those songs watching me. You know, I put them in the studio very early. Yeah. He did that song actually a couple of years ago when he was, I think he was like five years old at the time. Wow. And he, so now they have a couple of, of all my kids. My youngest, I, mean, I have three kids. My youngest is four. I have a, a four-year-old boy, a five-year-old girl, and a seven-year-old boy. And now they they are all on music. They, 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 whenever I'm recording in the studio, they leave Sesame Street on the TV and they come <laughs> and they watch me do music. They prefer to, to listen to Jay Candy. I'm telling you, it's a whole brand. They, they the ones, 
are responsible for the brand because they go around here saying, hold up. <laughs> and I be in the studio and I be hearing them and they could be looking at, they had a remote. They could be looking at anything and I'd be shocked because I'd be like, how did y'all find me? Wow. They done found me on YouTube. They done found me on different social media wow. sites. And they, I do music out of nowhere. And I'm like, y'all ain't going to listen to Drake? <laughs> <Y'all> ain't- <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they love me. And they, they just love they love their daddy being a candy man. When I go to my kids' school, their classmates, you know, because I, I really represent uh, image-wise. And so they always ask. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, you the candy man, candy man. And then they'd be like, are you rich? And they they tell my son, your dad's rich. And, you know, (laughs) when when they first said that, I was going to be like, girl, boy, nah. But I thought about it and was like, you know what? Yeah. Yes, I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Let the babes prophesy to you. I know that's right. Oh, my gosh. Every time I go eat lunch with them. I pop up a lot and eat lunch with them at school just to spend that quality time. And, um, you know, he had, I'm talking about smiling ear to ear. The biggest joy that I get from life is by watching my kids smile ear to ear, not out of fear, because a lot of kids are smiling at the parents out of fear that they won't get a whooping. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that, that's sad, you know. Uh, R.I. Rest in peace to Malaya Davis out here, four-year-old. I'm pretty sure you guys heard about that in Chicago with what what the parent, what 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 her mom and her stepfather did to her out here that made national news. But things like that happens. It draws me closer to my kids because it's no. Nothing in this world is more valuable to me personally than my kids because, you know, I'm here. I've lived a a childhood life and my time is gone. Now they're children. So I'm able and I have an opportunity to shape their upbringing. Like we always say, man, when I was coming up, mama did this. When I was coming up, daddy did this. Okay, well, one day your kid is going to say, uh, when I came, when I was coming up, my mama did this. And most of the time, you know, the things that we fear the most is what we actually do. So a lot of people be complaining about their upbringing, but then don't realize that you passing a torch to your kids because the same way that you didn't like that you was being done, you're doing that to your kids now. Right. You know, and, and so like, the Malaya situation, you know, it's a whole lot of confusion behind that. But, you know, Corner Alex, he came out and said something about the mother growing up in an abusive home. And then she was taken out the home, put in foster care, and the foster home abused her. So now all of a sudden your child has a brain issue. And then she come out and she's been abused again by her stepfather you know the stuff like that really resonates in me because the last thing i would i want to do is be harmful to my kids or any kids uh uh, for that matter like it is that they're totally innocent 
You know, they just want to be taught. The things that they error in, that just needs to be taught. And most of the time, we overreact because we don't know how to teach them in that area. So instead of teaching them, you know, we whoop them like they're supposed to already know. Wow. So I learned how to take a different approach, a more educational approach, because my mom and them, she, we would, they would just beat the heck out of us and say, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would. You better stop crying. You better stop crying. Well, mama, I'm crying because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I do provide disciplinary actions. And I do, I do whoop my kids if it's it depending on what level. Because, like the Bible says, spat a raw, spoil the child. I'm not raising those spoiled kids. I'm not a right. soft dad. I'm very firm, but I'm educational. I make them, I have them to understand exactly what's going on. And then I look, like I said about YouTube, I search to see how to become a better father, how to be a better parent. And then, you know, that's where the affirmations came from. I started, you know, speaking to their their subconscious, you know, I started speaking to their subconscious. And now, you know, it's like I might not see it right now. I'm not looking for that. You know, when you plant a seed in the ground, that like the bamboo tree, you can be watering that seed for five years before you see a 90-foot, before you even see a speckle. And then in, in a matter of weeks after five years, it'll grow to be over 90 feet tall. Mm. So that, that, that's the narrative that I take when, when I, or that, that's the narrative and approach that I take when it comes to fathering my kids is that the things that I invest in them today is just, it's a business. Yes. I'm, in the, I'm in the business of being a father to these kids. So the things that I invest in them today I'm going to eventually start to see some results, but I'm not looking for results from what I teach them today, today, but eventually it's going to resonate. It's, it's resonating in them and little bit by little bit. I, I approach it with expectancy because I watch the little things that they do to show me that they get it. You know, my boys, uh, aside from the uh, affirmations, I have them to do 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups every morning when they wake up and every night before they go to bed. And that's a that's a part of discipline and structure. Wow. That's, you know, that's a good lesson you know, to teach kids um, these days. But I know you've helped a lot of fathers out here who are listening. And this was a perfect guest to have Takara right before Father's Day. Yes. Um, happy Father's Day to yeah. all the fathers who may be listening. Absolutely. So, yeah, I know you blessed a lot of people um, by being on the show today. We're, we're definitely thankful that you made some time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. So, again, just remind us of how we can keep in touch with you, Jay. Uh, you can you can keep in touch with me via social media um, at Jay Candy Music on Facebook. Uh, J Candy Music on Instagram, and when I say J Candy Music, I mean J A Y <laughs> Candy Music all together. J Candy Music. Um, you can go to my website, which all of those social media uh, sites are available to just click on and like, uh, share, you know, enjoy. 
Most importantly, you can go on uh, my website, www.jaycandy.com. www.jaycandy.com. It's been an honor and a privilege to be on this show. I yes. appreciate you guys for having a platform for, for, for me to come on and express myself and really like open up and talk. Just just chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. Right. And we enjoyed it. Yes, thank you so very much. And happy Father's Day. Happy Father's thank Day. You. Thanks, Jay. Thank we'll chat All right. soon. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what an interview, guys. That was pretty epic. That was good. You know, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of times you hear people's music, but we don't hear the inspiration of why Mm -hmm. they do what they Mm -hmm. do. So it was really empowering to hear his why. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his music, now that I know his why, makes even more sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know sometimes we just listen to a beat and it's catchy and not understanding the message of the words that are within that song so yeah. wow so with that being said what a way to come back i'm just, i'm just saying you know <laughs> that's don't be looking at me like that gary we've had a lot of good dads on the show yes and yeah. i'm excited for next week you know what next week is I'll be on my cruise, so what's next? Wow. <laughs> I cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> you tell me. Wow. It's the fourth Saturday. Oh, well, I'm going to be on my cruise. He said, she said, they share. Hello. Y'all have fun. The relationship segment. So I have two amazing guys that are going to be in the studio. One is a really great break. One is a really great <laughs> brother of mine, and the other one is this phenomenal man that I was able to meet um last year and we just connected and his little boy is like phenomenal so we're gonna be on the show talking about dope dads we're gonna be talking about unchurched or church unplugged sorry unchurched Mm. might as well say that church church unplugged and even talking about um he said she said they share so really excited about next week Mm -hmm. we're gonna miss you gabby let's let's make that known in advance just like you missed Giving me my uh, invite ah! to the group. You know. That's fine. There's a lot of missing going on around Ooh-wee. this studio. There's a lot of petty and pettiness and shade going on, too. I told you at too. the beginning, I am Petty LaBelle. So, you really <laughs> so, are. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isha, we gonna hold it down next week. I got you, Zakara. I'm uh. sure she does, because she got an invite <laughs> to the group. You know what? Must be nice. Thanks, Isha, for holding it down. Wow. It's real kind of can you. you. Can you bring us something back from your vacation? <laughs> no, Isha, what you want? I ain't wow. bringing nothing back. We really but patty. Okay. Where are you going, Gabby? To the Bahamas. Oh, my sister's there right now. I'm so jealous. Oh, it's a, so it's a beautiful place. You gotta oh, go. Yeah, you the, gotta go. Just like you gotta be in that. <laughs> Be consistent challenge. We got to do a lot of things around here. All right, again, thanks for everybody who tuned in. We had an amazing show. Thank you, Jay Candy. We appreciate you. This is for you. Thank you for coming aboard and just sharing and pouring out your heart. We is definitely... he in the challenge? He part of some group y'all got going. We 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 are definitely. Wow! So... Everybody a part of a group. Wow! <laughs> Gabby is super petty. Please excuse her for her pettiness. She is turned up on petty today, you guys. Please forgive her. All the way up. 
<laughs> Please Zero forgive to her. 100 real quick. Wow, Gabby. Wow. Gabby. This is crazy. This <laughs> is crazy. That's okay. That's okay. Mm. That's you, okay. You gonna really pout, Gabby? Oh, I'm not pouting. I'm just venting. Mm. But you pouting right now. I mean, at least mm-hmm. I'm consistent in that. <laughs> oh, wow. Without this group and this pettiness that you are very consistent with. This <laughs> morning. Mm. Oh my goodness! Well, it's been an, it's been a show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are excited about next week. Why? Because Petty Labelle will not be in the building. Oh, wow! Just like wow. I'm not in the group chat. I'm not part of the group. That's fine. That's all right. Woo. That's okay. We love you, Gabby. Woo. That's cool. Woo wee, Gabby. You all won today. We love mm. you though. Yeah, whatever. So here we go. Vault Talks Women Share and we're out. Thanks for tuning in, just like that, and boom. Vault Talk about it. 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 Talk about